mess to clean up from the mm. last movie and I think he did about as good a job as he could mm. uh, course correcting all the stuff that people didn't like about the last one and then tying it all up and making it giving it an ending mm. but that being said I mean mm. it, <laughs> they should have just planned it from the beginning they should have mm. didn't like okay Quick overview. The first one's going to be this. Second one's going to be this. Third one's going to be this. Instead of being like, let's make the first one and then figure the rest out later. <laughs> and yeah, everyone's basically like planted all these seeds with no guarantee that the next person would even want to pursue those things. Yeah. And they, they clearly didn't. So, yeah. I should just, I guess, get a director to do the whole, just one director. Or at least write the whole thing or overreach. But he just committed to one, so, yeah. Yeah, and then J.J. Abrams is like, I can't do the next one. He gives it to the next one. He's like, oh, shit. No, no, no. Give it back. Give it back. Give it back. You're fucking this up. (laughs) I I just, again, selfishly wish they would have, if they were going to do a sequel trilogy that involved the old characters, had them be main characters and have them actually important to the story and, uh, like, not ruin the good that they did. Because, like, I don't know. They basically just threw out what those characters achieved in the old movies. So... Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day about, like, it's so... First of all, I don't need to see them die. Like, oh, yeah. like I don't know why they felt the need to be like, what? they're old, let's kill them off. Mm. It's like, you don't have to kill them off to let the new people yeah. you know, but Harrison shine. Ford, like, he, did he want to get killed off? Well, yeah, he wanted to get killed off in Empire Strikes Back. Like, yeah, he yeah. hated being in those movies. But, but I, I'm saying, why even bring them back if that's all you're going to do is just, like, slasher movie yeah. style, kill one every movie. Yeah. You know, like... Uh, we watched something recently where they... It was like they use like, older people from a, a, a past show or whatever, and they kind of, like, pass the torch to the newer people, but they did it in a better way. That's the only description I can give you. Shit. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, because I, I remember watching it and thinking that. Um, didn't really. Been. It didn't. It didn't. It seemed super unnecessary to give them such like downer endings too. Like everyone had like really sad endings mm. to their lives. Like like you were saying with Han Solo, like he's in his seventies and he's still doing the same thing he was in his thirties. Yeah. And it's like this is made up. Like you don't. It's like it doesn't have to be gritty and real. You can be like, no, he and Leia are still together and like. They still have that, uh, you know, I don't know what you call it, but like, you know, she's got like, they're very strong personalities, but like, you know, they still love each other mm. kind of thing. So it still creates like a tension sometimes, but. Did everyone know that Han Solo was going to die? Right? I don't no. think so. I, didn't I know. think there were people that were surprised. Because I just remember upset. when we watched it, I was, it seemed like I was the only person that gasped audibly. In the theater, mm. and I was like, "I'm su- okay." I think I'm it did no leak else. out on the internet before the movie came out, though. Oh, I, I, I seem to remember that because I was just like, I'm not even necessarily a Star Wars person, but I was just like, 
and I looked at everyone and no one else did anything. Because like he seemed game, which is weird. Mm. Like he was actually I thought really good in that movie, Harrison Ford. Like he yeah. actually brought it, and it wasn't like running through the motions type mm. of thing. So. And now he's doing a movie with a fully CGI dog. Yeah. A CGI what? Dog. Into it's like in. Uh, it's like not a Call of the Wild, of but yeah. is it called? Might be Call of the Wild. Yeah, I think so. And um, um, uh, what's his name? Robert Downey Jr. He's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Doctor Doolittle. It's yeah. like, oh, all right, I guess. And of course, people talked during the movie. <gasps> there was like I sat down and like the trailers were on, and this guy was on his phone like playing a game, and I was like, oh, please tell me you're not gonna do this the whole movie. Like I almost wanted to lean over and be like. You're, you're not going to play that during the movie, are you? Is it just during the trailers? Like, I like and are, then, you, uh, are people that disinterested in the trailers? I guess so. And then, like, there was a whole row of, like, little boys to my right. Because I was, like, right on the edge where the aisleway is. And, like, any kind of exposition, these kids were just, like, full-on conversation. And people were, like, all around me, like, shh, shh. Did nothing. They were just, they just, and then, yeah, and I was just wanted to, like. They were by themselves? No parents? Uh, I think their parents were at the end of the aisle, but they were all sitting in a group together. And I just wanted to lean over and be like, hey, guys, mm. knock it off. Mm. Like, because they were like, there's these scenes of exposition where they're just like, all right, we have to get a thing. So, uh, in order to get that thing, we have to get another thing. So, here's what we're going to do. Here's the plan. And they would go over the plan. And while they're going over the plan, these kids are talking. And all I can hear is just like, yeah, I know. I, I got that toy, too. And, blah, blah, blah. and I was just like. That's their parents' I don't know faults. what they're doing now. Because I all I can hear is you dinglings over here chatting it up. Their parents aren't disciplining them. So then they're going to grow up thinking, this is how people do in the movie theater. It was Watchmen, by the way, that I, I felt that way Watchmen. about. Watchmen. Because yeah. it, like, it was a sequel, yeah. a true sequel that takes place, you know, 30, 40 years after the events of the comics. Mm-hmm. But they actually, they introduce new characters that are important and organic, and then they have the old characters come back and have agency that actually affect things that happen to the new characters instead of just like, you know, like in the first three episodes, they kill off all the old men. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all the, they all die so that the new characters are important. You know, like yeah. they were like layered all through it. And I thought that was just much better done yeah. uh, as far as the sequel goes. If you ever get a chance to watch that, that was really, we really liked it. And it's yeah, complete, been... supposed to be a complete thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a cliffhanger or something. Yeah, yeah I want to I watch that. We were we saw that on the menu the other day. And like... My girlfriend. His neighbor came over and was just like, have you guys seen Watchmen? It's really good. Mm. So I think we might do that one too. Yeah, you did watch Mandalorian, by the way. Oh, yeah? What'd uh, you think? Yeah, oh, I loved it. I thought it was terrific. And uh, I, I, to be honest, I went in kind of arms crossed going, eh, ah, who cares? And then like, you know, a good 15 minutes in, I was like... That's exactly how yeah. I was because I was know. like... I don't need, I'm not going to get Disney Plus because, like, I don't care about any of these movies, and I really don't give that much of a shit about Mandalorian. <laughs> but then they, they were going to watch it at work one day, and I was like, eh, what could it hurt? I'll go in there and watch a few minutes of it. And I was like, like you said, it was like 10, 15 minutes in, and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the music is good, yeah. their, their song, and mm. obviously, I mean, the child or whatever is just absolutely amazing. I would <laughs> die for him a thousand he times. It's so fucking adorable. Oh my God, like, I can't take it. There were, there were scenes, I was in the theater at work, we were watching oh. one of the episodes, I think it was like, I can't remember which episode it was, but like, it was the one where he was like pushing the button on the control yeah. panel and was Classic. like... Stop touching things. And I was, like, every time they showed him, I was going, mm-hmm. Oh, he's so <laughs> horrible. <laughs> the fight scenes are awesome. 
Yeah, like, I like Action Jackson. He's cool. Oh, yeah. I know he's Apollo <laughs> Creed to everyone, but I, I think Action Jackson when I see him. Um, and uh, what's his name in Predator? Uh, Dylan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you son, son of a, a bitch. bitch. <laughs> and I really like the episode the um, where they um, where he goes on that mission with his old gang or whatever. I thought that yeah, was fun. With Bill All Burr. the episodes have been so good. Yeah, like. They're... I wish they were longer. We were watching, because we finished Scrubs, so he picked Twilight Zone, so we're going through oh, Twilight awesome. Zone. And one of the extras on Twilight Zone was a, a 1970 lecture, or 75. 75, yeah, because it's shortly before Right, it's like months yeah. before he died. Lecture that he, he gave at a college. And you can barely hear the questions, but you can kind of make out the yeah, questions. But answers, yeah. Craig was like getting super annoyed with the people, because these young people were basically criticizing the show and you said that Serling was open to it yeah but there was one he, part where he sounded critic, apparently so there's one yeah. part where he sounded exasperated where he was just like i mean we really couldn't do anything because <laughs> like, <people, laughs> it was that um, walking distance uh, episode oh yeah and the people the kids yeah. in this class were just merciless about how schmaltzy it was and how the time travel didn't make sense and yeah like they were really just giving it to him and he was like listen nah it's a it's a 25 minute <laughs> long show you yeah. know like i'm basically doing a movie in 25 minutes well, you know like yeah there was a student was a that, that said, said that. Yeah. you're not you're not giving yourself enough of credit you're trying to do a movie in 20 something minutes so that's great but everyone else was like well that oh there was one that said something really stupid that didn't he said it was so sentimental and i just you know i, I can't believe you went for that kind of sentimentality or whatever you know it was just like yeah mm. it's like can't you just make something and have it be fun like <laughs> yeah like that episode of mandalorian what right. is the gunslinger episode which the gunslinger one is the one where he goes back to tatooine and it's got Amy uh, Sedaris in it. Did that bounty hunter leave you all alone in that big nasty ship? And she, oh. she kind of like babysits the baby. He's like, mate, I can get some more and money. The lady I babysit from him. The Shield. Yeah. What's that? The lady from The Shield. Agents of Shield. Agents of oh. Shield, where they yeah. go out. He goes out. He takes like a younger bounty hunter out. And yeah. They get oh his. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Are you talking about? I'm talking about Amy Sedaris, like the older woman who like takes. Yeah, care he of the leaves baby. her with him. He leaves the baby with him while he takes, like, this young, right? Yeah. He takes, yeah. Yeah. Um, She's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? The, the bounty that they're going after. Oh, the lady in the desert. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got confused. I, yeah, I, I didn't think anything was filler or... Yeah. Well, it's, I think people are used pl- to everything being, like, uh, like, like, a over, like a story arc. Yeah. For a season, and they're not used to like episodes. Like this is more episodic, like an '80s TV show, like yeah. the A Team or something, where you, yeah. you have a group of characters and they can potentially That's do other things. Plus, at know. the end of that episode, someone goes back to the bounty that they're looking for that we think is dead, and like kneels over her, and we have no idea who that is. It never so it not only yeah. furthers the story, but it leaves something hanging for next season. So mm. that person is an idiot. Exactly. <laughs> so God, people are so fucking annoying. It's like gotta, immediately something is over. They just got to talk shit about yeah, it. Yeah, they're just, just like, like let's up. see, like if I can find something wrong God. with this, so I can, so I can be the guy that is like, mm, didn't impress me. <laughs> And that's what, like, uh, like I've seen that some... That don't impress me much. Some whispering, uh, you know, online. I'm doing less Twitter and all that stuff this year. That's more my little, you know, I'm going to pull yeah. back a little. But, like, uh, like some of the things... That's one of the reasons that I'm getting annoyed with it is because, like, 
there's already people with knives out for like the whole baby Yoda phenomenon and they're basically yeah. like now everyone's going to try to do cutesy stuff over and over and it's wait it's going to ruin pop culture and everything and it's like they've been doing cutesy like, stuff for years it's been like a month come on like like yeah. a, it'll die down a little bit b like everyone will know when they're trying to imitate it so it's not yeah. like it's going to really work um, so like, people love cute stuff like baby yeah. Groot a few years ago yeah. and before that I'm sure there was another cute this is like the one thing not, you know, that I feel like has brought the country together yeah. just let us have it <laughs> Star Wars fans together at least that's for sure like, yeah anytime something cute is in Star Wars people rage against it for <laughs> some reason but baby Yoda they're like I'm okay with this. <laughs> this kid is hilarious. Cute. Well, and I but, heard some people criticizing how, like, you know, supposedly all the fanboys are okay with Baby Yoda having force powers, mm -hmm. but they got upset when Rey was really good with her force powers. And, and I, I get the criticism, but at the same mm -hmm. time, Baby Yoda passes out every time he uses the force. <laughs> That's true. Like, he's vulnerable. He's completely yeah. vulnerable when he uses the force. Whereas Ray was an expert with it immediately, and yeah. there were no downsides to her using the force. You know, it's just yeah. kind of, so I, I don't know. I don't think it's really comparable. But. That episode where he heals Apollo Creed, I was like, that's a big deal. Like, a Jedi's never done that before. I've never seen that in a movie where he's done that. And then, like, when the new movie, like, Ray and Kylo Ren both can do it, and I'm just, oh. I watch um, reaction videos, and there's a reaction video. Um, these guys are called blind wave and they're mm -hmm. super nerds about everything and when they saw that they said a live action life force heal so apparently it's happened in like, like uh, the, the video yeah. games or the cartoons there's a lot yeah. of like easter eggs in the show from yeah, cartoons and video you games watch the cartoons you're big time rewarded because it's <laughs> yeah. like all over it so these guys i work with are so just cute. like like oh like this guy was telling me all about the mandalorian backstory stuff and mm -hmm. i was like where are you getting this he was mm -hmm. like Oh man, you gotta watch Clone Wars and mm. Rebels. And uh, he sent me an infographic. It's, it's highlights all the episodes you need to watch. And it like, because there's a lot of episodes <laughs> that are like, not really. They're not gonna pertinent. give you any like pertinent yeah. information. So like, these are the ones to watch. And I was like, I might actually do this because like, like when I talked to my friend about it, I ran into him a while back. He was saying that like that scene where Werner Herzog like opens up the thing and it's got all the whatever that money is that he gives him. My friend. Was like, oh, that's such and such. Like, that's what the Mandalorians make their armor out of. Like, he was saying that he said that in front of his wife and she was just like, what wrong with you? Like, You're a nerd. And I was like, how do you know that? He's like, I don't even know. He's like, I've, just, he's like, I've seen so many like shows and read so many comics and books about Star Wars. He's like, it it hit me somewhere. I just, just I have no idea. It's just a huge world. It's kind of like, yeah. I don't... I, I know I always bring up Buffy, but it is kind of like Buffy. It's like if you watch the show, that's, you know, that's cool. But then you yeah. got the novels and the comics and they could, who knows, in their new show, they could do something from the comics. Yeah. And it's, so. it's how we were talking about, like, I wish they, instead of doing, like, episodes seven, eight, and nine, they just made up another, another trilogy that, like, took place in that world but wasn't directly connected to, like, Luke Skywalker and stuff. I think mm -hmm. it's really stumbled big time. Yeah, and mm -hmm. that's exactly what The Mandalorian is. It's a, a smaller story that takes place in that world, and it's, like, I love that it's not over the top with just, like, like there's a million creatures in the background and, like, yeah. bajillion ships flying and shooting. It's just, like, you know... It's like maybe two ships on the screen at once. I mean, it's it's know. it's a galaxy, right? So there's got to be tons of stories that you can tell. Well, uh, and I, I think the major thing too is uh, they've established pretty early on no one is safe because I mean they've had major characters die pretty early on, mm -hmm. um, and people struggle. Like even the main hero can get his ass kicked, 
Which again, with the Star Wars movies, all of them, but especially yeah. these sequels, it's harder. Like they have a magic user at the center of it that can magically get them out of any situation. <laughs> like literally, wave wave their hand to get them out of anything, and then like you pretty much know none of them are going to get killed. Like they're mm-hmm. not vulnerable yeah. in that way. So you know. Yeah, with those new movies, if if they're in a situation they need to get out of, they just make up a new force power that Jedi's <laughs> have never had before, and they're like, now she can do this. Yeah. It's just like. She can do anything. Mm. Like, there's no stopping. Which, again, for uh, again, the, I'm being really hard on it. It's yeah. Like, a young kid, that's probably fun. You yeah. need to have a magic person at the center of it that can do anything. Like, It's like Superman. you got to have a weakness. Like, yeah. he's got kryptonite. Like, you can't have it's somebody also, who's just, like, all, like, I'll mm. just do anything. I can, you know. Yeah. But uh, mm. the, episode, the, the last episode of The Mandalorian, where the biker scouts are talking, <laughs> I freaking loved that scene. I was like, this is so awesome. You ever get to hear like just like troops hang out and talk in Star Wars before other than those two uh, stormtroopers in the first one where Obi-Wan Kenobi is like distracting them. Like, did you hear they came out with a new Chief K-4? Well, did you hear that? Ah, <laughs> like, oh, it's nothing. Anyway, you know. Well, it also kind of gave a hint at uh, why there's just lousy shots because they're both taking yeah. target practice at something like 10 yeah. feet away from them and uh-huh. you can't hit it. It's like... The, and they're kind of like shaking the gun. Right. It's how cheap their equipment is sometimes because it's probably super mass produced by like the lowest bidder, you know yeah. what I mean, for the Empire or whatever. Do you so. know who one of the Star Troopers was? Yeah, right online was oh. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. The other one, I guess, is also someone, but I've never heard of him before. Mm. The guy, so in the in the the jailbreak episode, when they, they find that guard, the guy who plays the guard is the voice of Anakin Skywalker on like Clone Wars and stuff. Oh. Mm. A little Easter egg. Yeah. And then... Uh, but I love that part in that episode where uh, the guy's like talking about Bill Burr and he's like, yeah, he used to be a sharpshooter for the Empire. And then the Mandalorian's like, well, that doesn't really say much. He's like, I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, is that the first time anyone's ever cussed at a Star Wars thing? Like, that's pretty funny. I mean, it's a very, he almost said fuck though. Did you notice that? There's like one part he goes, what the f- <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, Bilbo was in fucking Star Wars. I like when Baby Yoda is about to be shot by the, the little the robot or whatever in that episode, the jailbreak yeah. episode. And it, like there's like a big explosion and he like jumps and like looks at his hand. Oh, yeah, he he's so second. adorable. Yeah. And then the big fire at the end mm-hmm. and he's all like Shoo! <laughs> and then he just falls out. <laughs> I thought it was cute too when uh my favorite cute Yoda moment was uh when they're arm wrestling. No, yeah. no, no, stop. We're friends, we're friends. Like he's like, together what's happening. And he's like, no. You know, like, he's like, no, 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 we're having fun. No, yeah, yeah. baby. He's like, he just needs discipline. I thought she was our friend, but I guess not. Like, you know, he's like trying yeah, he's, to like figure it out. Yeah, he's uh, figuring out the world. I like when uh, uh, Apollo Creed looks at him and he's like, baby, baby, do the hand thing. And then he's like. <laughs> yeah, he just waits. <laughs> um, that's one thing that uh, I meant to bring up, Kia. Uh, maybe Jeff will have a, a theory. Like, you know, there's the episode where they save the village, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's contemplating, the Mandalorian's contemplating leaving Baby Yoda with the village. Mm-hmm. Um, he already knows that Baby Yoda's 50. So yeah. is he basically giving, like, if he had pawned off Baby Yoda to this woman who was a normal human being, I, I assume, like, will he be a baby for another hundred years? Like, will she, like, 
die and Baby Yoda's still like on this planet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he basically mm-hmm. condemned that woman to be a parent for the next thirty. But decades. he doesn't know though. Or yeah. ten decades, whatever. I mean, he does know that it's fifty, but yeah, he does. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, I said he does know, but yeah. oh, okay. He, maybe he, he know just how it didn't ages, how it ages, right? Yeah. And he was trying to protect it, mm. but he's never safe. That's mm. like that's like the one kind of uh, thing that I figured out that was not accurate. Not accurate. I don't know what the word would be, but like uh, I did the math on Baby Yoda, and I was like, okay, if Yoda was nine hundred when he died. And that's let's say that's like the equivalent of like an eighty year old, and then Baby Yoda's fifty and he's still like an infant. Like, uh, if if their lives end around nine hundred years, at fifty he would be more like a four year old or a four and a half year old. But but and four year olds can talk. But a four year old human can talk. We don't know what he is. Yeah, that's a good I mean, point. It, it it could hit like a point where you know. At 65, he becomes basically a preteen. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. he'll always be that size though, because Yoda's pretty much the same size as yeah. an adult. So like, he's pretty much full grown as far as his stature. But like, mentally, I, I don't really understand it. Like, it's tough. But like they said, they're different species, so we mm-hmm. can't really think of them. That's a good point. You know, like, and then also they hinted in the very last episode. The Mandalorian tells someone, I forgot who it was, like, I think he's genetically engineered. He says something along the lines of, I think he's created, so maybe that also might throw a monkey wrench into maybe it. Maybe that's why he's so important to Giancarlo Esposito. Right, like, like if he's, if he's <laughs> yes, if he's artificially created, who knows what they've done to him to yeah. screw up his genetics. I mean, he said, whatever. this like, thing means more to me than you can ever understand, mm. so. You want to, mm. in that scene where he's talking to the lady Mandalorian, and she's like, you have to find where it's from and give it back to its people. And I was like, we've never seen that. We don't know where he comes from. We don't yeah. know what race it's Yoda like, is. We're going to finally find out what this race Calm is. Calm down, called. nerd. <laughs> she's just like, okay. But like, it's sort of the same like when I watch, when I watched a few episodes of Game of Thrones. With My girlfriend. There were things that would happen and she's like, oh. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Have you watched more of it? I'm not, I'm no, not, not really my thing. I mean, it was. I didn't think it was awful what I saw. I haven't but. seen it. I know Craig said he might want to show it. Yeah, someday. I liked it enough to maybe watch it again, but... Yeah, like, I watched the last couple episodes or whatever. I saw the finale, mm. and it was one of those things. It, it was sort of the reverse of Star Wars with me, where, like... My girlfriend... And saw Rise of Skywalker, and she was like, it was excellent. I loved it. It was so good. It was action-packed from beginning to end. <laughs> and then I saw it, and I was like, meh. <laughs> and so, like, with the end of Game of Thrones, I saw it, and I was like, that was pretty good. And they were like, oh, no, this was terrible. I was like, it was? What? Wait. And I was like, I don't know enough about these characters to care right. how important their endings were. <laughs> I think that's what Game, Game of Thrones I enjoyed, but, yeah. like, I don't think I was nearly as invested as most, most people, because I was... Honestly, I was fine with the ending. I thought it was pretty satisfying. Yeah. Like, I get, I get how some people were upset, but not enough to where it affected me at all. So I was fine with it. Yeah, it was like, mm. I, did, I didn't know enough, and I was like, it's, I mean, it was entertaining for me. Mm. I don't know. I mean, but then again, I don't know the characters well enough to be like, yeah. well, that person shouldn't have died that way. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your hand? That person shouldn't have died. Listen to me, youngster. <laughs> Uh, real quick, back to Mandalorian, I'll drop it. But I loved the, the IG-88 or IG-11 character yeah. is such a badass. Like, 
Because when I was growing up, I saw that toy. I was like, what would this thing do? <laughs> like, it, lo- it looks like a, a scarecrow made out of, like, tin cans. Yeah. But you see it in the show, he's like, whipping around. And like, I was like, that's so awesome. Like, <laughs> when they got into the river, the Volcano River, yeah. I was like, this is going to be a Dante Peaks moment. Someone's going to be the grandmother. And he was the, he gra- to get he out was the grandmother. The I, love the, I love the line uh, that he says, the IG unit is like, be careful, it's hot lava. <laughs> they looked at him like, yeah, no shit. Like, why did he, he's a ner- he has the yeah. nursing uh, yeah. I didn't uh, program. Want to die. So, yeah. I like their ragtag group. I liked him yeah. and I like um, Nick Nolte's. Quill. Yeah. I like yeah. the little, and I hope, I hope Action Jackson and um, Gina Carano, I hope they come back. I like uh, them all together. She's a badass. I liked her a lot. In yeah. This, yeah. She's so pretty too. And, uh, I saw a figure of her the other day and I was like, I don't want to get this. I don't <laughs> want to start this. Yeah. No. I tell you, uh, I was thinking she'd be really good for She-Hulk. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Because they're talking about doing a, a show, She-Hulk, for Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I mean, oh, damn, I didn't know they were. she would be like perfect, she would be good, perfect for it. She's in Star Wars, so she yeah, might not she be able to. They, they can, I agree. I think I wonder, they should schedule it, make it, make it happen. I wonder if that It's Hot Lava thing was improvised or not, because Taika Waititi was the one that does the voice <laughs> of yeah. it. He directed that episode, too, yeah. the final <laughs> finale or whatever. That seems like a, a joke that's very much him. <laughs> like, uh, and I love the whole thing where he was like, uh, he was about to get in the lava, and he's like, don't be sad. He's like, I'm, I'm not sad. He's like, I could tell by your voice. <laughs> <laughs> that really made me laugh. I, I don't know. That's I just really I loved Mandalorian. And I did, too. Like, uh, it was cool, too, that... I mean, John Favreau. I wish they just would have given him the keys to Star Wars I back think, in twenty. Let me just let him do oh, all yeah. the Marvel movies. You know, <laughs> I heard yeah. they're going to do that moving forward, but I haven't heard that in official capacity. Yeah, I just read online stuff. Well, but I know the Kevin is it Feige? Feige, I Feige, think. Uh, that does the, all the Marvel overseeing or whatever. They've kind of quietly given him also the keys to Star Wars. So mm-hmm. hopefully they'll collaborate and yeah. keep it going because they've made mm-hmm. all the right moves so far. So yeah, so where John mm-hmm. Favreau said that he. He announced, like, you know, Mandalorian season two comes out in fall 2020, and he posted a picture of a Gamorrean, and yeah. I was like, whoa! Like, that's really <laughs> that's like cool. That's the He's, pig guy yeah. from uh-huh. Return of the Jedi. He's taking, like, kind of background characters and, like, bringing them forward, like the, mm-hmm. the Ugnaught character. Yeah. Like, I've never, you never hear an Ugnaught speak Ugnaught? before that. The Nick Nolte. Oh. That's okay. what they called him. So, I need, a, I need a Star Wars dictionary, encyclopedia. Well, I'll tell you, like, I was. Jeff can back me up here. I was kind of done with Star Wars. I just kind of felt like I'm, I'm fine with just never watching this stuff again. Yeah. And after watching Mandalorian, I mean, I was all like, we should watch the old movies again. Like, I got yeah. that urge yeah. to and watch And I wanted the, to, the and classic. I'm not a Star Wars fan. I was yeah. like, I don't want to. I'm so glad yeah. to hear you say that because, like, I was really pushing it on you because I was like, dude, seriously, this is really good. Yeah. You need to watch this. And you had, you had already, like, read everything online. I was like, Most he's ruining it, it for himself. He would love this. <laughs> I wish he hadn't read it all stuff. But, like, and then when you said... You texted me and said that you got Disney Plus, and I was like, I was like, oh man, he's gonna watch it now. And then I was nervous to ask what you thought because I, I didn't want you to be like, eh, yeah, you know, I just, yeah. you know, like, because I, I thought I was like, maybe I oversold it, maybe I may, you know, built it up too much. And, right. But so I'm glad that you liked no, it as much as I did. Like I never, like, there's nothing I ever watch that I want to not not like. Right. You know what I mean? If I take the time to watch something, I always want it to be good. Even yeah. the Star Wars sequels, that it may sound like I hate them, but mm. I wanted those movies to be amazing for yeah. me. You know, and and again, I get, I get that other people like them. I'm not like yeah. trashing someone that likes them. So. Yeah. When I was talking to my girlfriend about Rise of Skywalker, and she was saying like. 
well, I don't. I guess I don't know enough about Star Wars. I really liked. I thought that was good. I was like, I was like, it's not that I like. I don't. I know more about Star Wars. It's that I like good movies. And she kind of took that as me saying like, I like good movies, and you like shit. And I was like, that's not what I mean. What I mean is like, when I go see a movie, I want it to be good. Yeah. So like, if it's not good or it's not as good as it could be, I'm going to be a little disappointed. So like, it's subjective. Yeah. It's like everybody I has their own opinions. Stephen King. What's that the movie called? I always forget. The one with Idris Elba. Oh, uh, the, the Dark Tower. Yeah. I love yeah. I thought that was great. I saw it twice in the movies, and it has like a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, you you will not be swayed by critics. That was a good movie. Because, I mean, people just hate I didn't that understand. thing. But, see, uh, I don't watch, I don't read the books or anything. Right, right. So. Yeah. Um, I and I think, like, if you just watch that movie, is this like a fun, like, fantasy sci-fi mashup? Uh, and that's all it is, and it's it's good. But if you think about the novels and what it's supposed to hold up to, it's not yeah. good. So it's kind of yeah. or not faithful, I guess I should say. Um, there was something else. Oh yeah, I think it's one of the directors of the Mandalorian. I think it's the one that did the Gunslinger episode. Mm-hmm. She's gonna do uh, the Ben Kenobi. Oh, oh really? Like they're, they're, they made Is her. Is it the Deborah Chow yeah, lady? And she's going to be the showrunner for the Ben Kenobi spinoff or whatever show. So it's a pretty good sign. Did you know who directed the the Village episode where every where they help the villagers? Uh, yeah, fight? Bryce Dallas. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, I too. <laughs> I uh, that reminded me of two things. One in that Gunslinger episode when he walks in, I was like, oh, they forgot the droid detector on the wall, and then it pans around, you see all the droids in the bar, and I was like, oh, oh, I was like, man, that's a, that's a good touch. Yeah. Like they knew to take the see, droid I detector would, off the I wall. I didn't know there was a droid detector, but you told me that they didn't serve droids didn't serve in the droids. original movie. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing. As I heard some people call that episode fan service or whatever, and I was like, it's not because it. I mean, it is in a way because it rewards you if you've seen the original Star Wars. Yeah, but it's showing how much different that city is post the empire yeah you know what i mean it shows that droids are accepted Mm -hmm. and run that place now that that cantina or whatever um so yeah i thought those were nice touches not like fan service but i did too i i that episode is one of my favorite ones i think Mm because like it felt like going home again or something like you Mm -hmm. you and again i guess it maybe it is fan service but i don't care if it's fan service i I thought it was great like i love the you get to see Tatooine the way it was in the original movie, like before the special editions, where it was like three billion characters in one shot, where yeah. you're just like taking over the screen. It's like it's supposed to be a border town, which I thought was really yeah. strange that in the special editions, George Lucas added all these CGI effects to make it super populated, and there's yeah. so many things going on. But like in the old school version, it's you know they didn't have CGI, so it's just puppets and yeah. like a few random people with how that Rick yeah. Baker provided like mask yeah. to like fill out fill in people in the cantina or whatever. Mm. That was so. another touch was the uh, Clancy Brown character in that one the episode. Devil, I was yeah. like, oh, that's so fun! Like that's a part of the Star Wars universe now, and it was just a devil mask that Rick Baker Baker had made up before they they were like we need masks for this scene and he just brought a bunch of masks and was like here's a devil one i did yeah a and wolf they, man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so then john, that, john favreau clearly knows his stuff he would have been the perfect age for that, <laughs> yeah. those original movies yeah he's about a decade older than me i guess maybe a yeah. little more and we i recently showed um swingers to my girlfriend and she'd never seen it and <laughs> there's like a either. there's a scene where like um what's his name uh, Vince Vaughn is like 
trying to talk John Favreau up to these girls. He's like, hey, this guy, he's going to be a big deal. He's going to be like the man behind the man. And all this. I was like, he's right. He's 100% <laughs> right. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like that guy's going to make Iron Man and the Mandalorian. I think like, of him as from when he was on Friends. I think a lot of people still do. And on Friends, he was also some rich big wig guy. It's, it's funny Psycho. because for the longest time, he was like a uh, journeyman director. Like, he was just a guy that, you know, took a job and, like, he made Swingers, that was kind of a big deal, but then after that, there were, like, several years where he was just kind of making movies, Yeah. and uh, he's kind of quietly become, like, such a big deal, like, the past few years, you know? Did you ever see that movie, Chef, that he did? Where he's, like, working in a food truck or something? That's really good. I need to watch that. He saw that in the movies. on, like, Netflix, I think. I think he made a little TV series out of it, like a offshoot where it's yeah, like looking with people and stuff like that. It's like a reality show kind right. of thing. Yeah. And is it um what's his name? Is it Leguizamo? He's in the He's in, movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah John it was Leguizamo. really good. Yeah. I liked it. I, I guess I forgot too that he directed Elf, which oh, yeah. is like a huge <laughs> so he basically made a holiday classic. <laughs> he made a huge indie hit back in the nineties <laughs> and made Marvel what it is. Yeah. And it was the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. And then he, he unfortunately started the whole revival of remaking Disney cartoons as yeah. live action. That sucks. But he did that with <laughs> oh. Jungle Book and then uh, Lion King. Yeah. And now, yeah, he's basically made Star Wars It sucks, but I guess it's still again. making money. He made yeah. Star Wars great again. Oh, Lord. <laughs> now I feel bad. <laughs> okay. He really did, though. Yeah. <laughs> Half-Ass Horrorcast, Mandalorian. Check it out. <laughs> okay. It could be a bonus episode. Yeah, it might be a Knights. Keo is yeah. guessing a Knights episode. <laughs>